0: Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Yes. Pam and Ricky, join me today for more of your listener questions, and we get some great questions, such as where to stay the night before your Disney cruise. Do you save a little money and stay stay at a moderate resort at Walt Disney World, or do you really do it up and stay at a deluxe resort to get in that cruise state of mind while you're still on land? We have that conversation. We also get a question about whether Splash Mountain is likely to be open during Marathon Weekend 2023 this year. Here are our thoughts on that. We also talk about gluten-free dining at Walt Disney World. Resources to help you plan for your dining for your next trip. This and many more questions coming your way on today's podcast. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the great folks over at The Magic for Less Travel. The agents are standing by right now. To help you plan the best Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Trip. Check them out today over at TheMagicForLess.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help support the show. Use it as often as you can. Click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Br Guest Podcast. You support this show each and every month. You allow us to put this podcast out three to four times a week. All around the world, we could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to get in on that, come on over—we'd love to have you. patreoncom podcast.
1: Ready to take a
2: trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World trip planning podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage.
0: Welcome to episode 2,103 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you are having a great week. And if you are in most places of the United States of America, you're staying inside because I'm telling you what, when did the United States turn into the Sahara Desert? It is so hot. In, in St. Louis, as we're recording this podcast right now, I'll just keep giving you the updates because it's right here on my taskbar, just in case I were to disappear. It is 99 degrees on the other side of our podcast wall here in beautiful St. Peter's, Missouri. Heat index of 109 currently. So we are trying to keep everything cool. I'm down in the Be our Guest Podcast studios, which is in the basement here, which is very nice at this point. So wherever you are, and I know other people are like, you know what? I live in Phoenix. That's called midnight you know so hey just have mercy because we broke a record today so we're excited about that i'm a weather guy we have some awesome weather folks that work for the weather service in our audience i've spoken with greg uh we've had emails back and forth he loves that i love weather and i love that he works for the weather service so he gets it And i know we have a lot of other fans out there too so uh it's hot stay cool hydrate and take the show with you so today we're answering your listener questions joining me today from hot lanta see what we did there we have Ricky from themouseforless.com. What's up Ricky?
2: Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> Smoking. So, yeah, it's definitely very 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 warm here. Uh, I went and took Daisy for a walk before recording and I was like, "Come on Daisy, let's go. Let's let's go back inside. It's it's way too hot to be out here." So, it is uh it is definitely summertime in the US. That is for sure. It is hitting hard. I feel like just now, I feel like the switch just went. I was like, "Boom!" Heat. right right because so, we,
0: they were saying just on the weather here and say it like we were below normal for temperatures and then yeah. within like 48 hours boom triple digits like what happened i mean there, there was
2: on, something yeah. major yeah exactly so oh, it's just summertime yeah so that's
0: what I, it is. you know i saw that and i was like okay because i've had the top down on the jeep for a while but i was like okay it's time to take the doors off the jeep because it's officially summer i keep them off for the whole summer but i gotta wait till that perfect time mm-hmm. put the pegs on Not do you
2: yet. have a perfect day like yeah, well, is no. there a perfect?
0: see i no. missed it because see you uh, got to watch it because now my my jeep does have air conditioning like right now i should have the top up doors on because i mean yeah dude, you know after i because i gotta have taco bell when i edit right and so right. after the show when i drive to taco bell with riley in the back seat there riding shotgun we're gonna be smoking in that drive-thru <laughs> i need ac and i'm not gonna have anything so yeah does riley sit
2: good for you in the back while you're driving
0: oh yeah she just jumps in <laughs> like, i mean no, let's go riley wanna go for riding the jeep she and poof. she
2: doesn't, like, try to escape out of the Jeep when you're, like, stopped or anything?
0: No. She just rides back here. Oh, okay. Everybody around here knows her. The guy at Taco Bell gives her a treat every time. Oh. They have little, little sausages. And the thing is, here's you know, a funny story, then we'll get right to the show and get Pam in here. But funny thing is, I went to get my I went to Target and I did the mobile order for my Coke yeah. Zeros, which I do about once a week. And we go pick them up. Riley's in the back seat. They always love seeing her. When, you know, when they pick them up, they're in the, the little slot, the car parking spot where they bring them out. Well, I backed into the garage to, to, you know, make it easier to take the four Coke Zero boxes right. out to put on the, the rack in our, in our garage. Well, the problem was when I backed in the, the Jeep, now the door, she always gets in on the passenger side to jump in. And so now the passenger side was on the other side of the Jeep. So when we went to Taco Bell later that night, she would not get in the Jeep because the, the driver's side seat does not move. So <laughs> we had this whole discussion. I'm like, Riley. I backed in. This is the passenger side, but it is now on the other side of the Jeep because I backed in. She just kept looking at me like, I'm not getting it. I'm like, I'm Riley, not- Dude, it's backed in. Like, this is the passenger side. It's on the other side right now. I had to explain this to a dog, to a gold beetle. <laughs> that's was, all right. We've good. all been there.
2: Yeah. I've definitely explained some things to Daisy. I was like- this
0: close from backing the Jeep out and pulling it in, head in, just so we could go to Taco Bell. Like wait, come- wait, that's right. dog, right. I'm hungry. Her-
2: We took her to the park yesterday and uh, we got halfway through and Brian and I decided we wanted ice cream because it was hot and we sat and had ice cream and she just immediately jumped on my lap and laid there. And she's like, no, I'm done. I'm not walking anywhere else. We are good. Like it's it's done.
0: Riley's (laughs) done that to me too. All right. Hey, let's go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with the coder, the magic for less travel, Pam Forrester, Pam. Is it hot? Is it too hot there? Because we uh, we talk about the cold and the, the damp and the, you know, just yes. the dreary weather of Pittsburgh. Yes. I mean, are you getting some of that good weather or is it hot there too?
1: We do. It is hot here. We actually had a beautiful, beautiful weekend. So I can't complain about any of that. But yeah, we get, it gets really hot um, here in Pittsburgh. And especially during the summer months when people are like, are you going to Walt Disney World? I'm going, yeah, it's like 91 here, and it's like 93 in Orlando. Yeah. Like, there's really no difference, and the humidity here is just as bad. So, at least when I go to uh Walt Disney World or to Universal in the summer, I have something exciting right. to be outside for. Right. And here it's like, mm, yeah, yeah, no, thank you. So,
0: yeah, I'm looking outside okay. and I do not see Storm Along Bay. Um,
1: no, right? I mean, yeah, I no. mean, I will not lie and say there aren't times when i just sit out there and sort of bake and read in the sun anyways even though there's not a nice pool to sit by but it doesn't make it very fun or no and and
0: i will say i vacationed with you guys many many times in july walt disney world and like you know many times actually it's hotter here in st louis with the humidity than it is in florida because it's just it's more intense like the dead center of the country a lot of times we get no sea breeze but we are all three experts at uh, staying out of the heat. We're either in a swimming we pool, are. we find lots of air conditioning, and we are yes. only in the parks early in the morning and later in the evening. We are not it's in true. the parks. true, and
1: it's summer time. vacation, people. You have to do something for summer vacation, even when it's hot. Right. I mean, right. yes. Uh, I just, like, can you imagine looking back on your childhood and not having, like, this fun summer vacation sort of memories? I mean, that, that's what it's all about
0: i will say so the other night i've been doing this like for the last month right at dinner every night i always look at the forecast for anaheim and then i also look at the distance between the driving directions between anaheim and dodger stadium for the current like how long it's going to take to get there by car it's usually about an hour with traffic but um i look at the 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 forecast it's always like you know 85 and then like 70 in the evening i'm like God, this is like a cheat code for the summer. Like it's this can't <laughs> right. be right. I mean, like, are we gonna be on vacation where it's not gonna be humid? It's not but gonna be a hundred degrees. I mean, come on.
2: Just remember, it will be it could be a little chilly at night, even though it's a 70, it Dude, could still be chilly. Because ch- sure. I've been there in the middle of july and kind of been freezing and i had to buy a hoodie so i'm fine
0: i'll I'll bring the north face if i have to but i mean yeah cheat code for the summer it looks like i mean this is not going to be fair so i'm I'm looking forward to that and also speaking of disneyland tony is in the live chat says hey guys disneyland on thursday so have fun tomorrow as the show comes out on the radar is the corn dog from the little red wagon which i I, like car, right Is that, that's yes, where that's I gotta go, one. right? Is that the that's one you can mobile one. order? Is that the mobile order one? Yeah, you can
1: mobile order, can but, mobile but order. don't forget to do barbecue bengal too. bengal oh, barbecue, bangle barbecue, which yeah. you can I'll mobile do order both. as well. <laughs> yeah, you have to do both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meat skewers and oh. um bacon wrapped asparagus. Oh meat, my god! Yes, yeah. more.
0: I don't even know about yeah. asparagus, but bacon wrapped, you have me. My heart, is, my heart flow <laughs> Feel like
1: it's
2: good if it's wrapped in bacon. I'm here for it. I don't care if it's green. I'm good. Let's I'm,
0: go. I'm gonna go up there and be like, can you just bacon wrap some bacon and see, <laughs> see what they say? Yeah, be more messed must- up. I'm from Missouri. All right, Faison has a question here. One of our good friends of the show. Hey, Mike and Crew, I love this. He says, random listener question, and this is random. Okay. Uh, got a question that I don't think you've I've heard been asked yet. How do people with those giant balloons ride rides? I know there ah! are. I know there are lockers at the front of the parks, but what happens when you're in the back of the park? Is there a balloon nanny? I can't be the only one thinking <laughs> about this, am I? Thank you. Faison's out in Seattle, where it's probably not a million degrees and no. it's trying right, a little rainy. So, I, actually, no. we had a listener do a trip report with us. I think it was about a month ago, maybe about six weeks okay. ago, and she spoke about this that there actually it was. She was talking about an animal kingdom. There yes. actually is at the front of the park a. Balloon nanny. There is somebody okay. that will watch your big balloon.
2: There you go. There's that. I wasn't at Animal Kingdom and I didn't have like a giant balloon, but I remember one, like the, the giant Mickey ones. But I remember one time I got a balloon for my birthday from some restaurant. I don't remember which one it was, but I was like, I'm keeping my balloon. So I was walking around the park and I really hadn't thought about the fact that, you know, when I got on rides, I was like, oh yeah, what do you do with it? So at least at the Magic Kingdom, which is where I had the balloon, and I'm sure that at most of the other parks, uh, what they do is they will take you know the cast member will um, grab it from you at the front of the the ride, and then they will tie it to usually um, a, a pole right you know there. Um,
0: really, I've the never front of the seen them do that.
2: Yeah, really? that's what they did for me. They tied it to the pole at the front of the ride. And then I rode the ride, and then when I got off, I went back to the cast member and was like, I'd like my balloon, and then they gave it back to me. So that's that was my experience. I mean, like I said, it wasn't the big Mickey balloons, but it was just a regular balloon. Um, but it that's, that's how it happened for me. Um, I assume it probably happens very similarly for other people. Uh, of course, if you have, like, a stroller or something like that, you know, that's how you usually tied on the stroller. Um, but, you know, if you're just walking around with a balloon on your arm like I was, you know, like a five-year-old, which is totally what I did. Uh, they will they will tie it onto to one of the poles that's right there. What
0: front, ride was that?
2: Direction. I know I did it on Space Mountain, so
0: I was, and, because they get around Space Mountain because you don't come out at the same place where you go in.
2: Yeah, but it, the entrance. Uh, yeah, was yeah, I guess right it kind
0: of is. It's there, close, yeah. So, it kind of pretends yeah. like it's not the same place. But, but
2: yeah, 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 know, yeah, 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 So <laughs> and yes, of course, <laughs> Jocelyn says uh, you need a stroller to tie the balloon to, and yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's what that you can tell your
1: kids too when they get older
2: and be like oh
1: we have to have a stroller to tie the balloon to. yeah there you go exactly <laughs> no, you can't get that what is it 18 dollars? that's what i was gonna ask i, I no, have no idea yeah. how
0: much those balloons are are they like are they like 15 they're, 18 bucks no, you're kidding they're, they're,
2: yeah they're ridiculously <sighs> expensive my kid yeah.
0: would never have one of those balloons and if you get a balloon god bless you and i've heard actually people because you can't take them on the planes like i've heard that people will like on their last day out <laughs> well they'll, they'll gift them to another family coming in that's a really cool mm-hmm. thing i like that yep
2: yeah, that is nice. Yeah. So if anybody wants to gift people so, yeah. there, I'll gladly take it from you. Yeah.
0: I mean, because they're, they're so cool. Okay. Here's the thing. Oh, their balloons are I'm, really cool. I'm, yeah, they're creative. I'm way too cheap to buy $18. a Mickey balloon. So Whew. I'm
2: just saying, like, I don't know if I could spend $18 on a Mickey balloon. It'd have to be for a really good reason.
0: <laughs> that's just another thing you got to babysit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm uh, yeah, getting that's why, yeah. Like, that's just another thing. I did remember it. I don't know if you guys remember this. Our podcast is almost 15 years old. And when Mallory was a baby, I went down for marathon. I mean, she was a baby. This is probably the first time I went after she was born. So she was probably three months old or something. She didn't know what was going on. She was, I mean, she was an infant. She had no clue what was going on. And this was back when I scared to fly. So I drove down, ran a race, came back. Okay, a thousand miles each way, mind you. I drove in a Jeep and I bought her one of those balloons that... Because remember those, now they weren't as fancy because it was like in 2008, but it was like a pink balloon that was just a Mickey head, but they Mm -hmm. had those like, it had like a big plastic hard shell on the outside, right? Like a clear shell that like protected it. That thing beat me from Orlando all the way back to St. Louis. Every time I had to change lanes, I'm like, boom, 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 boom. In the Jeep the whole way home. And then I got it home and she I mean she we tied it to her like little bouncy seat, but I mean and I'll it was yeah. not eighteen dollars back then. I, I guarantee you that because I would not have paid that. No, I mean yeah, but maybe I would. I mean it's my girl, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's Balloon Balloon Talk 101 for you. Happy Wednesday. All right.
2: Right? Exactly.
0: Next question is from Jennifer Weiss. It says, Hey Mike Pam and Ricky, my husband, who's an avid runner, just expressed interest in running the Disney Marathon in January. Of course, it's already sold out, but is it really? Is there any way to still register? Thanks for the advice and the podcast, Jen. Well, unfortunately, yes, the marathon and all the distances for Marathon Weekend at this point are really uh, really for really uh, sold out uh, with Run Disney. However, you can look around it It's um, some of the charities because there are bibs that you can get with some fundraising um, you know, requirements there, but Those are really hard to get as well this year. There's a high, high demand for 2023. However, we have had uh, lizards that that have gotten bibs in the last month through charities, uh, especially Give Kids the World. So just look around and go to rundisney.com. Check out some of the charities on that site, and maybe you'll get lucky. Who knows? So we'd like to see you down there. All right, next question from Laura in the live chat. She says, hey, y'all, when I take my picky eater to Sanaa, Will they give him a steak without all the extravagant seasoning? What do you say, Pam, to that?
1: (laughs) So if it is a sauce, typically they'll be able to put that on the side. If they offer that protein or whatever it is and say it comes with a sauce, um, the only time they're really not able to do it is, let's say, if it's like marinated and or it has a rub on it. Sometimes they don't have that available without, but typically there's something that they can work with to get you something to eat. They're very experienced at dealing with picky eaters. Let's just say, um, this isn't their first rodeo. No. And they usually have some stuff there to help make it work.
0: Yeah. And never hurts to ask and just, you know, say, Hey, Look, you know, we, we like this, but could you go like my wife does that at our place called B Halls that we go sometimes because she gets this blackened chicken sandwich. But I mean, they just pour it onto that thing. And I mean, yeah. I've had it at the leftovers and I'm like, I think it puts you in the emergency room. So we now just them like, hey, man, look, <laughs> you don't got to kill us like just a little. Right. There. I mean, I know it's a blackened chicken sandwich, but man, come on now. Easy. So, yeah, they'll take care of you. All right. Christopher's got a question here in the live chat. No, actually, in the uh, inbox says, Hey, Mike, good evening and greetings from Texas. I hope you're doing well. First-time emailer, but long-time listener. Love the podcast. First of all, go Cards, he says. I grew up in Branson, and I'm a diehard Cardinals fan. Even planning to attend a couple games against the Reds for July 15th and the 16th for Yadi's, Alberts, and Wainos, maybe. Last season. That's right, Wayno might play again. Favorite Cardinal of all time. Number 50, Uncle Charlie. Second, I was listening to the listener questions episode today. I wanted to provide some additional insight regarding the Savor the Savannah Tour. Remember we had that, that uh, listener yeah. that was there to help her friend with seeing the giraffes? We became, yes. We yes. became the giraffe yeah. podcast there for a minute. It was great. Uh, we returned from a trip over Memorial Day weekend, and we did the Savor the Savannah Tour on May 26th. The proximity and interaction with the giraffes was amazing. We were within five to six feet. And got to interact with the animal keeper Kelly, regarding the, career, the care Kelly. Let me try that again. We were within <laughs> five to six feet and got to interact with the animal keeper Kelly regarding the care of the giraffe. Could be a great idea for that listener. I agree. Oh, that's good. Yes. I think that's a great idea. And actually Bob Dankey did it this, uh, this past weekend to us on Twitter. He said he really enjoyed it too. He's, he's always at animal kingdom. Lodge. I think he goes to animal kingdom lodge as much as he goes to, as much as I go to Taco Bell. I mean, he's nice. like it's like all the time. Uh, we stayed at the yacht club, got to do a VIP tour and met up with our nine year old daughter's best friend and her family. Truly a memorable trip. Lastly, we're going to be in Disneyland the same week you're going to be there. Prior to the pandemic, we established an annual, only two years worth, ritual of trips to Disneyland for the Fourth of July, and are excited to finally return. Hope to get to see you there. And the Cardinals will be in first place, though it's not looking good tonight against the Rays. We're not going to talk about this series against the Rays. We're just going to pretend <laughs> that it didn't happen. We got swept. How uh, you guys have a great weekend. Sincerely, Chris down in Texas. That's great. I love when listeners, you know, email in and give us a little background on them, but also feedback from their trips are going to help others. Mm -hmm. So Pam, I think the savor the Savannah tour, that is exactly what this, this listener needs for their friend. Right.
1: I agree. Yeah. That sounds like a fantastic mass for them. And I think that's the thing that so many of us, I think when we're planning our Disney vacation, We know we've got the package and the tickets locked in, and that's part of the planning process. But there are all these other things that can really enhance your vacation. And I completely understand they're at an additional expense, right? We all know this, they're add-ons, if you will. But it's those kind of add-ons that sort of take it from a really great vacation to a really spectacular vacation. And they're not necessary, but if you wanna take a deeper dive into some of these things, or you just want to see things that most people aren't going to see throughout the course of their typical vacation, definitely consider one of these, these tours, the cast that participate in them are fantastic.
0: And what I noticed when you do something like that, then when you get home and like six months later, it's always like, that's the trip where we did the Save for the Savannah tour. You know, it's like that. That's kind of the, the marker for that trip. It's not like, oh, that was the Memorial Day weekend 2022 trip. That was the, you know, we did the Save for the Savannah yeah. tour on that trip. Or You know, that's always like kind of the landmark for that. That's coming. A
1: hundred percent. Yes.
0: All right. And also, we do hope to see you out of Disneyland. It's going to be fun. So Scott and I are going to be there with our families at the same time. So approach at your own risk. Just saying, no, right? seriously, come up selfies all around, baby. You know, you got to get selfies. And if you have a snack in your hand, it'll be even better. Churros for selfies. It'll be fun. And Cardinals gear, of course. All right. Katie's got a question here in the live chat. Here's a question. From listener Katie in the chat. She may actually put that there, so I didn't have to. I just read it. But I mean, she read my first line there. (laughs) Uh, We'll be taking advantage of extended evening hours at Epcot in August. I'm excited to try the 6 o'clock drop of Cosmic Rewind. However, we have Space 220 lounge reservations at 540. How will it go? Trying for a boarding pass in space. In (laughs) space. Okay. Or... Should I take the elevator down at six o'clock to make sure it will happen? Any ideas? Thanks for being awesome, Katie. I don't know. It depends on your cellular plan. Like, do the, yes. I mean, do yes. you have roaming in space? <laughs> <laughs>
1: i added the space roaming
0: last time dude just be careful i tell people when you leave on that cruise ship man make sure you do not have your data plan turned on man it gets expensive when you get on that space we haven't said that on the podcast we gotta be careful when you get on that space elevator man turn off roaming just kidding i don't know
1: for sure
0: I, i think you're gonna be okay i don't know i think disney's got a plan worked out with nasa (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go. I think to try it like once you're in there see how your signal actually is and if it's not good then go back down <laughs> it's hard to know though because I will tell you in the past couple of years I have changed um, cellular providers right um, and me and Steve and Hannah each have a different provider so at different points in time each of us will have different connectivity yes that's so crazy, it's so yeah. crazy. you think like we have, you know, it's 2022. We have all the cell service thing and all the Wi Fi like under control here, right? Nope.
0: No, not no. so much. Not so much. And if, so much. you know, worst case, you just. You know, hold your hand up like an antenna and see see what right. I mean. You know. Right? Yeah, a touch a <laughs> piece of tin foil. <laughs> exactly. All right, Dennis. Speaking of Texas, our good friend down in Texas, Cardinals fan and Blues fan, says my family and uh, I can't see it because it's under the thing, we will be cruising on the Wish <laughs> in December. I'm sure it says <laughs> I. Uh, my fam- yes. My plan is to fly into Orlando the day before. Thank nice you. Because Scott did yes. not do this on his cruise. And he's like, oh, bad weather's oh. coming. I'm like, shut up. He booked a, a, a one of those restricted guarantee Yeah. I'm like, dude, if you missed the cruise, you're my best friend, dude. I told you. Like, sorry. Like, yeah, don't you're gonna do get it. Told. Not only did he book 72 hours out, he flew in the day of. Talk about oh, risking scary. life and limb. But it all worked out. Right? But I'm just saying, don't do it. <laughs> Even though it worked out, don't do it. Okay, anyway, back to Dennis. My plan is to fly to Orlando the day before and I've been considering staying on property for the night before driving to Port Canaveral the next day. That's exactly what I always do. I stay on property the night before my cruise. Question. Is it worth getting a deluxe resort for just the one night or would it make sense to get a moderate and maybe hang out at the at Disney Springs that evening? Okay, so night before cruise. Where are you staying? Are you going to stay at a deluxe and maybe beach, yacht, hang out at Stormalong Bay Animal Kingdom Lodge, you could have some really good meals, see the animals, think about all the stuff you could do at deluxe or moderate, you know, save a little money, but also you could go to Disney Springs and really do it up shopping, dining. There's a lot of live entertainment over there. Ricky, what would you do in that case? Good question.
2: It is a good question, and I'm relatively cheap, so I probably, I know, right? I probably would do the moderate, go to Disney Springs, um, unless you can just get ridiculously awesome deal um at a deluxe resort for the one night i think i'm gonna say moderate and and you know what here stay at stay at um at grandestino stay at coronado it feels like a deluxe in a way and then go oh hang out over at Disney springs it's like two birds with one stone do i have the right answer Yes. Okay, good. I have the right
1: you answer. You
0: just won, in, in, in my opinion, and I will tell why in just a second. But Pam, give your thoughts on Dennis's situation here.
1: So um, I was thinking about this. One of the things I would do is if you have not stayed at each of the Disney resorts, choose one that you haven't stayed at. Because yes. doing that for one night is really a great way to sort of taste it, right? And see if you want to experience a longer stay there. The other thing is to, um, for me... It's also a great way to test out a resort that you normally wouldn't stay at just because of price. Maybe if it's price prohibitive and typically you wouldn't spend that, you're only going to be spending one night there. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a great time to try that out too. Um, uh, You know what I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose a deluxe that I haven't stayed at in a while because I really want to get into that relaxation mode and I'm going to do it there and I'm going to try to really experience everything that that resort has to, you know, has in terms of recreation and the pool and the restaurants before we go on the cruise.
0: See, that's a good point. That's a good point. Here's what I was thinking. Now, hear me out here because, again, I am on the cheaper side here, you know, so... I was even thinking like a pop century, but the the, the, so he didn't even ask about values. But I'm bringing this into the conversation. But this is where I think Ricky wins because I think this is a great compromise because Coronado is a moderate. It's got a deluxe feel. It's got on-site dining. It's got a Mm -hmm. great pool bar over at the dig site. You could just Mm -hmm. stay there and you could go to Cafe Rick's. I know that Dennis is a sports fan. There's sports going on there. It's got a nice, probably the nicest sports bar at this point on property. You know, there's plenty to do for that one night right there. Just hanging Mm -hmm. out, you know, you go out to you know three bridges and have something to eat but here's the thing like when i'm going on a cruise and and scott got me the other day because like when he was going on his cruise on the way in he went to it was either he went to the grand floridian or the or the polynesian i was watching him on find my friends and so because they couldn't get on to like two that was because he booked at the last minute so it was port arrival time was like two o'clock so he went and had like a you know great breakfast i think it was at the polynesian kona and i'm like dude when i'm going on a cruise all that food is going to be included. Fancy meals, right? In that fancy stateroom. I'm saying to pop century because I'm, I'm getting all that stuff here for the next five, right. six nights or whatever. I'm getting nice meals, nice accommodations, entertainment. So I go a little bit cheap right before that, you know, and I might just go to Disney Springs. But if I go to Disney Springs, instead of this time doing the boathouse, I'm going kind of the opposite way by saying I might go to, to and have dinner at Deluxe Burger or Chicken Guy, you know, or something that's on the cheap side. But good, mm-hmm. you know, but good because I'm going to be eating eating it eating it up over the next, you know, however long the cruise is. And I'm going to be having steaks and seafood and fancy stuff. I don't know. Just a counterpoint. But I think that, I think, you know, Grandestino is the counter, kind of the, the compromise there. But Pam's exactly right. I mean, if you want to kick it off and get in the right state of mind, I mean, a deluxe for one night that you've never stayed at is a, a nice way to kind of make it a land-sea total escape. So, mm-hmm. this kind of depends on what you're looking for. If we're going to save a little dough pop century no just kidding just go to coronado okay next questions from jeremy in the inbox i have really enjoyed your gluten friendly food reviews which we talked about some of those on the monday show some of our guests have talked about those because i am not um I, you know i just eat whatever so i i don't have a, a lot of uh, background on that but uh here, here it continues we are going on a walt disney world trip at the end of june we're going to be visiting all four theme parks disney springs and stops on the Skyliner. My oldest son is 14 and has celiac disease. He must stick to a strict gluten-free diet. What are some gluten-free meals, snacks that we should not miss? We already have the gluten-free churros on our list. Thanks, Jeremy. So now, I don't know about this, but I was thinking maybe we could point to some resources if we don't know. So Pam, do you know like places we could go for that or, you know, kind of point maybe Jeremy in the right direction because this would really help out his son.
1: Um, I, I mean, I think that there are places on the Disney site itself where they talk about it, um, and also on the parks blog, but, um, I think the other thing is there are some great locations that sort of specialize in this, um, and many of the Disney restaurants do. So you just have to have that conversation. But if you go down into Disney Springs, um, if you go to Aaron McKenna's bakery, there. They used to be called, they used to be known for their cupcakes. Um, at, they were named a different name at that point in time. I think there was some kind of copyright issue there. But anyways, they have almost everything there is going to be gluten-free at that point. The other thing is, if you're going to be attending during a time when there's some some kind of festival at Epcot, which seems to be almost all oh, the time, I'm, right? Yeah, it's almost food. You can, and, can
0: you believe it's almost food and wine festival time? Like in a couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah it, is. it it's so in summer. Yeah, it it's like in two weeks.
1: <laughs> right, I know. So if you're going to be attending then, um, if you get one of the little books or look in your Disney app, they actually identify the different things at um, the booths that are gluten-free. So you're going to want to try those because those are awesome.
0: What do you have, Ricky? I mean, do you have any other suggestions as far as like... Cause you're always on the blogs and stuff like that. And you're yeah. reviews. We,
1: we do
2: have a blogger, um, on the Mouse for Less who does um tend to eat gluten free. Mm-hmm. Um, so her articles are always kind of labeled as gluten free dining. Uh, so that might be a place to start. Um, on the Mouse for Less, what's her name? Um, pardon? Oh, of course, you asked me that, and I don't want to get it wrong, so I'm going to double check. And you're That's going to good. hate that. No, I'm it's fine. You can I can
0: come back and come back after the next question because we have a great uh debate kind of question next, but yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All
2: right. Good. Good. Come okay, so we'll
0: come, come back, back to. to that. So don't let me forget. Okay. Here's okay. we talked about this one kind of on Sunday nights, Live, call in show. So if you were a part of that, I brought this up because Michael left this thought in my inbox. I want to ask you two, And just, this, this is just a purely in a speculation opinion question, which I really, I've been thinking about ever since I got this email three days ago. Michael says, Hey Mike, hope you're well thought of a good topic to ponder. This is like a beard stroking question. Like none of us have beards. i'm I'm baby-faced as they come but if we did here we go we haven't done guardians yet so michael says that but looking into the future when tron opens will guardians or tron be the better attraction lots of theoretical opinions here so we talked about this on the live show and what i proposed was five years from now so in 2027 summer of 2027 somebody comes up to you and says okay You know, both attractions have been open for a little while now. They're just attractions at this point. They're roller coasters. One's at the Magic Kingdom. One's at Epcot. Which one is the better attraction? Of course, we don't know Tron, but we kind of do because it's already an existing attraction overseas. We've been on Cosmic Rewind. Pam, what do you think? Like five years from now, what will the majority opinion be? Cosmic Rewind or Tron for the better attraction?
1: I'm going to say Cosmic Rewind, and I'll sort of give a couple of reasons why. Um, first of all, I think that so much of Disney is about storytelling, right? And so many of us have really connected with those Guardians of the Galaxy characters. They really do. It's um, The attraction made you think you need to watch the movies, Mike. So right? that isn't an attestation is to true. how yeah. much that storytelling is a part of the attraction, um, whatnot. That's not to say that Tron doesn't also have a story as well. Um, you know, I was around when the original Tron came out and then, you know, subsequent Trons from that point of view. And um, I, I saw the movies and I will say, I just don't have that warm, fuzzy kind of feeling right. about Tron that I do about that. I mean, you're not going to hug a Tronsicle, right? No. But you're going to hug Rockets. So yeah. anyway, um, there's just that aspect to it. I think we, in so much of Guardians of the Galaxy is characters that we all know and love. And that will continue because I, I don't see the Avengers um, going anywhere anytime soon. In terms of those movies, those movies are going to be classic. And there were so many stories and they continue to be part of the Marvel Universe and um, all of that, so.
0: Yeah, I think Tron, you know, best case, I think Tron could be the better ride. But I think Cosmic Rewind could be the better attraction. Ponder, stroke your beard, everybody. Think about that thought right there. (laughs) Tron could be the better ride. Cosmic Rewind could be the better attraction. Ricky, give your thoughts. I'm not even going to expand on that. I'm letting you stroke your beard as you think about that on a Wednesday. I know,
2: I get exactly what you're saying.
0: That's what what Pam said. It's about story.
2: Yeah, I... I agree with Pam. Um, I think that Cosmic Rewind will be better. Um, I think, partially because of what she said, people are definitely feel a little more warm and fuzzy over, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy characters. Um, I haven't ever seen Tron. I have seen Guardians, so you know, there's that. Um, I feel also like uh, I don't know. I feel like the storyline behind both uh, you know i feel like guardians has a little bit better of a story um and you know guardians technically has the newer technology if that's how you want to look at it because you know tron is a clone of an attraction that was built for another park so that attraction was conceived a, a, a while ago at this point and guardians is somewhat newer as far as when it was conceived so I I honestly think Guardians is the better attraction. Just a hunch, just a hunch. I think Guardians will be the better one.
0: I agree. Yeah. I think it will be. I think it's just got it's got more of a it's going to be more rich, I think. You know, again, we don't yeah. know until we do Tron. I think Tron's going to be
2: Oh, I'm excited to ride trot, Don't get me wrong. I
0: mean, dude, I want to get on that light cycle. Like, I'm it all. kind of like, freaks Rrr. me out too, yeah. like, but it's gonna oh, be no. awesome, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, because they had those, like, you know, th- those light cycles you could sit on in Tomorrowland mm-hmm. back at like one mm-hmm. marathon weekend. They were out there, and like Scott and I got on and we did pictures and stuff. And
2: yeah, I did, I did yeah. it too. Yeah, yeah I'm like yeah, yeah. pumped
0: for that. Like, that's, I mean, that's gonna be crazy. Like riding one of those yeah. things down a roller coaster track. Are you kidding me? Like that's exactly. going to be like nuts. I mean, I'm pumped exactly. for that, but I think overall, as far as like, like experience and rich storytelling overall, Cosmic Rewind, I think I'll have it. But Michelle says yeah. she wrote it in Shanghai. She's in live chat with us. That was incredible, which I'm guarantee you will. Oh, I, mean, I, I, I guarantee you I, st- I think incredible. it could be the better ride. I, I just yes. don't know if it could be the better, like immersive whole experience, but I, mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. But the point of this whole thing was, we decided on Sunday night, the 80s were so awesome, everything has to be based on the 80s. Even Cosmic Rewind's music has to be from the 80s. I mean, Tron's 80s movies. Like, if it's not from the 80s, forget it. Like, it has to be from the 80s. Like, Okay, Rhonda Lee's got a question. And God bless Rhonda Lee. She's always in our live chat. So if she ever has a question, it comes right to the top. Every time, Rhonda Lee up in Canada. She says, since Splash Mountain is my favorite ride, and she spells it with a U, which I think is so awesome. She says, "What are the chances it'll be open in early January 2023, so I can ride it during Marathon Weekend?" Oh no, Rondalee, I'm worried for you. Because the problem is, I don't think this has anything to do with refurb. But during Marathon Weekend, a lot of times Splash Mountain's down for just because that's when they re- that's when they just kind of do the normal refurb because it's cold right? and it's January. Oh no, and, and you know, Rondalee's from Canada, so she's probably like, "Oh, it's warm," you know yeah <laughs> i'm sorry you're not it's not cold for you but it's it's cold for the right? Floridians. it's cold for the floridians in january so yeah i don't know i w- if you had to give it odds i would say 25 percent, maybe
2: oh i would say oh, gosh it just depends
0: i'm just a dream it crusher. really it
2: really is gonna depend on, on when when we think they're gonna start with the, the i know that's the thing like i don't know I, that's why i'm like hmm it could be down for two reasons. It could be down because it's just down yeah. for its annual I mean, it, refurb. That's what I'm or, saying. Like,
0: typically over the past decade, a lot of times it is down for and Marathon it Weekend down a lot because in it's, January. it's drained. Um, a lot of times it's drained over Marathon Weekend. Yeah. For like but this you cleanup. add in
2: the fact that it is changing to Princess and the Frog, and I don't... I mean, I could see them shutting it down in, in January just, you know for that re- you know, for both reasons. Because they need to refurb it, and they're changing it to Princess and the Frog. So, like...
1: I'm not, I'm, yeah, I don't
0: know.
2: I, I, was going, I was going 50. I was going 50, but I don't know. The more I think about it, there's a really good chance they may keep it open through marathon weekend and then shut it down after that is kind of what i'm thinking potential (laughs) you don't think so okay they're gonna look they're gonna have it open through christmas i can guarantee more than likely if they're gonna stop
0: (laughs) sorry i'm sorry are if
2: they're gonna if they're gonna have it open still as as splash mountain it will be open through it christmas. will be
0: it will be that does no good she's coming so, out for marathon weekend she's not coming for christmas she doesn't care i know that the marathon weekend just is, is
2: right there when they're still you know christmas decorations are still up for marathon weekend so that's why i'm saying like a lot of times they that's will true. bleed over a lot of the stuff from christmas to to that point so that's why i'm like she might be okay that's why i was kind of guessing 50 50. i think if she was going later in january i think her chances would be more 25. But I think 50 50 is probably where we're at with this. Odds makers, right?
0: Yeah, it is. yeah, we, hey, maybe we'll play that on Friday. Let's do that. Maybe. I've oh, kind of no. been like, playing them forever and I love those shows. So maybe we'll do that. But uh, I'm sorry, Ronda Yeah. She says you can handle 25 to 50% chance. So they, Ronda I, I, you know, I'd buy you Lightning Lane if I could for you because I love you. But if it's open, I'll do everything I can for you. But I don't know. I, I just, I don't have a good feeling about this yet, but maybe, you know, it'll be open and we can ride that sucker when we're down there for Marathon Weekend. So let's hope it happens. All right. Last question of the day comes from Allie. It's in the inbox and it says Halloween party and extra magic hours. It's almost that time. Disneyland today is I recording. Know. Announced all their Halloween stuff. Little oogie yeah. boogie. Very yeah. Cool. Boogie oogie. Like you just can't do it no more. Speaking of that, <laughs> 70s. I was like, boogie, get boogie no more. <laughs> Okay. Hey, BOGP. I am going to Disney. Actually, we're going to Disney, she says, for fall break. The first week of October, we have two kids. They're eight and six. This will be our first split stay. We're at the Contemporary for five nights, then Port Orleans Riverside for two. Here's my dilemma. She has three letters. A, we want to take advantage of nighttime extra magic hours that our deluxe stay will give us. Do you think the current schedule of Epcot Magic Hours on Mondays and Magic Kingdom on Wednesdays will continue into the fall? We currently have Park Pass reservations for those days now. P.S. I really wish they'd do away with those reservations. Miss the spontaneity uh, of the trip. Don't get me started on Genie Plus. Okay, Allie, we're not. (laughs) Okay, and thank you for letting us know. We appreciate that. Uh I I agree with a lot of those things. Um, So... We have those hours at this point, because this came in a little bit ago, a few days ago. Um, they're through August at this point. I mean, we just don't know if they'll stay the same or not, Ricky. What would you, because you look at this and publish this stuff, but what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, they didn't they change? I mean, they started one way and didn't they change, if I remember right, right? Do you guys remember?
1: There was uh, a, like a period of time where I think maybe they were different or they tried something out.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I so I mean I say that it's probably a decent chance, and you know you should be hopefully like when they finally announce the dates, if if they you know you'll still be able to change if you need to like your change your reservations. So I hope.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like most of the time, by the time we have our by the time we have park hours, there's usually availability at most of the parks. For that day. And the, the, you're looking at Epcot and magic kingdom. Um, Epcot almost never runs out of park availability and, um, Hollywood studios is usually the one that goes first. So let's hope that there will be some.
0: All right. She says B additionally, we want to get tickets for the Halloween party. She says, by the time you do a listener question show, I've probably already purchased them because I have no chill. That's awesome. I'm worried about purchasing tickets then magic hours being shuffled and missing out on Epcot's extra evening hours oh. is the only way to avoid that possibility by booking the party for the last night of our Riverside stay, AKA when we won't have a deluxe resort date. So would that be a good way to avoid? I mean, yeah, that's, that's obviously a good strategy.
1: A I mean, it seems like you found that out. It seems like you've, figured out like a way to sort of work around it. Oh my gosh, Ricky. It sounds like you're, it sounds like there's like a rocking chair squeaking. (laughs) 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 Um, That, I mean, that is really the only way to avoid it. Once you, the party tickets, once they're purchased, they're purchased.
0: Yep, You're locked in. Um,
1: They just are. You're locked in for that. Um, So, yeah.
0: You know, I like that too. I like, I like the Halloween party at the very end of the trip because it gives you that you know, you're otherwise you're like sad. The trip's coming to the end. You got the one big thing at the, I like to have one thing at the end of the trip to look forward to the entire trip. Instead of being sad, go big or go home at that point. right? Go big and then go home. You know, it's like, you (laughs) gotta go home but go big first. I mean, yeah, (laughs) you gotta do both. And she says, see, we have also never park hopped. She says, mind boggling. I know. Do you three think it would be best to make that a game time decision, depending on how the kids are holding up and add on a day of hopping at the park. This is our first trip without a stroller for them to rest in. So I'm a little worried about how they'll hold up. Love your show. And all the three of you do our trips would normally wouldn't go smoothly without all the BOGP advice started listening before our first family trip in December of 2019. And we're still addicted. Thanks so much, Allie. Well, Allie, there's, there's a program for that. So don't be addicted too much. Take a, uh, you know, take short short breaks and go for walks and take the AirPods out. Uh, no, thanks for listening. We appreciate that very much. And, um, well, the thing about park hopping is, and, and I don't, you know, if you've never done it, maybe you didn't realize this, but it's an all or nothing proposition. You got to have it on your tickets for all the days or none of the days. So you can't just park out for one of the days. Um, it is very, very, uh, convenient to have, I know it's an extra cost, but here's over the magic for less this is kind of the biggest selling point at this point you mentioned park reservations this is why i like to have the park hopper it will get you in any park you like after two o'clock it is it's a way to get into a sold out park now of course that park could close for park hopping but we have not seen this except for a very minute time one single day since park hopping resumed over a year ago so at this point it's almost a guarantee that you can get in any park you like anytime after two o'clock. You don't have to worry about theme park reservations at that point. As long as you check into your original park and then after two o'clock you're golden. So that's why I like, you know, sometimes I couldn't get into like the studios, but I could get into Epcot. I go to Epcot that morning, you know, come back, get lunch at the hotel. Then at two o'clock I go to the studios and enjoy a whole rest of the day at the studios and have a blast. So that's, I mean, Pam, that's kind to me, park hopping gives you the ultimate. I used to say it was gave me the flexibility for dining. When I book dining, right. I don't have to worry about like where I'm going to be because I can go anywhere. But I think that's kind of, that It's probably a number one at this point, the dining's probably a like two right now.
1: I will tell you, I cannot go to Walt Disney world without park hopping. It is absolutely not possible. And I think the three of us all feel the same in that space. Um, I just have no desire to not be there with park hopping the park reservation is absolutely one of the reasons, let's just say, you know, I've explained this as travel agents, we are the worst agents for our own trip. We're 100%. horrible at it. I I will not tell you how many times I've arrived at the airport and realized, oh, shoot, I'm going to be at Disney World in two and a half hours. I have no park reservation. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I just haven't, I haven't made my own park reservations. Um and I make them there sitting at wherever. And I do make them for whatever park I can go to. Then we go to that park and then we end up going to a different park. But even even if I have made park reservations, I don't know if I have like a short attention span or what, but like, I'm like four hours in a park and I'm like, oh, I'm so ready to go to another park, right? I don't know what it is, but there's always so many things I want to do And after two o'clock, I could hop to each of the four parks if I wanted to. That's the cool thing about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't feel like park hopping takes time away from my day. I know that there is that argument. For me, the transportation in between parks is sort of an opportunity for me to think about what I want to do next, sort of decompress and prepare for the next park. Like I don't, there's transportation at Disney that is really literally so fun. The Skyliner being one of those things. And if I'm riding the Skyliner in between Hollywood Studios and Epcot, um, that's not taking away time from my day. That's enhancing my day. But even some of the other transportation options, even if we're driving in between the two, it's just, it's like you sort of get to start it over. It's like I have jammed, two park days into one mm-hmm. actual day. And how often do you get time back like that? Yeah. So I love
0: it. Right. Variety is the spice of life. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you never give, try it. I mean, I think it, I think it's something once you try it, you don't go back a lot of times. And it's yeah. just,
1: it's
0: like, oh, that was so nice. So and give it a shot. So I, I would say to do that. So thanks, Allie, for that. And thanks for all the great questions. Don't forget, we record these shows on Mondays, usually around 545 Eastern. We'd love to have you here next Monday. We record on Facebook and YouTube live. So come on over, ask your questions and be a part of the show. But that's going to wrap it up for today's podcast. Our shows are always brought to you by the great folks over at The Magic for Less Travel, where all the team is standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Disney vacation, whether it's a Walt Disney World. Remember, you can book those Walt Disney World vacations for 2023. Finally, everybody's been asking, when's 2023 going to be available? Well, most of the year is available at this point. Of course, it's $4.99. Are you out of your mind? We talked about that on Sunday night. We can't remember the commercial, but 499 days from today. So we can't quite reach Christmas 2023, but almost all the rest of the year is available for 2023. Still booking 2022. Not too late to have those great vacations. Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, Adventures by Disney. It's all there. We want to help you plan a great trip. So thing to do today. It's hot. You need to stay in the air. You need to stay where it's cool. You know it's a cool website? TheMagicForLess.com. All the trip planning tools are right there. Check out the resort guides. They have pictures. Nothing's better than pictures. Room layouts, all that stuff. Compare, contrast, do all the resorts, make a Venn diagram, whatever you like to do. And then once you're there, fill out the free no-obligation quote form and agent. We'll be back to you right away with some availability, some pricing, and we'll go from there. And the best part about this is, you know, we're helping Dennis spend his money earlier our yeah. services absolutely free to you cost you nothing extra. We're always hunting for those discounts too, which can actually save you money in the long run. So check them out today over at the magicforless.com Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. When you shop online, it's one extra click that really helps us out. Be our guest slash Amazon. And finally, thank you to our patrons who allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. Could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. Come on over and enjoy it. It's bonus content. Patreon.com. Slash be our Guest Podcasts. Give us a follow on the social media. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs R I K K I N I B S on on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Follow Pam at TMFLT Pam. I'm at BR Guest Mike on those same places. And of course, subscribe to the show on Facebook and YouTube. To search for the BR Guest Podcast and join us this Sunday night live show, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central. YouTube and Facebook. You can call in and be a part of the show. All right, we're going to be back again on Friday with more fun Disney talk for your ears to keep you entertained and to keep Allie addicted to our podcast. So until we get back together again, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
1: You've
2: been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.